BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employer's respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. esoteric here, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, I don't know, you're off to put in the CD, but more on the Mott and Bailey thing. The example that Professor Lindsay used that he came across that was driving him crazy, because he's a mathematics professor, mm-hmm. is this move toward uh, saying there's no such thing as objective mathematics. <laughs> you have different mathematics for different cultures, and, and he's making the argument as a mathematics professor, there's no more objective thing on planet Earth than math. Right. I mean, I mean, if we're going to start saying that that is based on your lived experience, we're really into fantasy land here. Yeah, I mean, we're once, doomed. Once we're using math. Um, but in terms of the Mott and Bailey thing is, the argument was made in academic circles that uh, primitive societies of all kinds around, you know, tribes in Africa or, or wherever you want to go, had their own way of doing math. Well, so the Mott is... All these indigenous peoples of the world were more sophisticated than they've been portrayed. Nobody's going to fight that. Then you take it into the Bailey of, so they had their own way of creating math. We need to allow them to continue to do that kind of math. 
And if kids that come from that culture are being tested on white man's Western European math, that's unfair. Because they had a different way. What, are you saying they weren't sophisticated enough in indigenous societies to have math? You know, so that's the mod. Right. Um, it's, it's just it's craziness. And that argument is being made in, there are papers that have been published in academic circles on that sort of thing. Well, you need to have different math for kids from these cultures. That is so loony to us. I mean, if, if some Chinese doctor cures cancer, and coming up with a mathematical solution or formula or something that explains physics and, and, and enables us to do things is like curing a disease in a way. Um, the idea that, that that cure isn't for me because I'm a Western guy. I mean, that's just that's craziness. And 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 uh, a bizarre sort of bigotry too. And postmodern, as he says, we're going backwards. Yeah, yeah. From the Enlightenment, anyway. Well, in 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 the exciting 1980s, Jack, who could forget the 80s? The band Devo, all about devolution. We're devolving. Your assignment to watch uh, Idiocracy again mm. this weekend. Uh, right now, though, come on now. This is all so serious. Let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's time for Cow Clips of the Week. And I know, and, and myself too, and I know that that comes from a place of privilege. Go home, Jacob, go home! Go home, Jacob, go home! Well, I, I understand clearly the sentiment and the substance behind the slogan. And so while it's not a slogan, I'll use... It still appears to be rare that an asymptomatic individual actually transmits onward. For the first time in his life, Mitt Romney tasted pepper. More of a salt guy. Or alternatively, no seasoning at all. (laughs) The characters like Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam will no longer carry guns. That's right, from now on, it's all poisoning. <laughs> saving you! Let me save you! Thank you. <laughs> Honor George and make the necessary changes that make law enforcement the solution and not the problem. couple of things we have to get to this hour. We need to revisit several of the best things on uh, the new country in Seattle. Chaz or Antifa Stan? Chaz. It's a new nation. Yes. Um, Not Chaz Bono, by the way. So we've got that whole thing and then a description of what it, it is with completely... De- it's either a block party or a, a violent takeover of a city, depending on who you ask. And we'll end in horror. But a couple of follow-up thoughts to Cla- a cow, if I might. Number one, that chant of shame, shame, shame. Was that my inner monologue you you somehow taped, Sean? No, that was uh, after the Minneapolis mayor got chastised for not supporting the, uh, fully abolishing the police. And they said, go home, Jacob, go home. At some point, the chants pivoted to shame, which I had to include because it's the Game of Thrones. Second thought, shame. Shame. This is is my inner monologue. Shame. Yeah. Uh, Secondly, I've never understood a friggin' word Donald Duck has ever said. I never will. He is my least favorite cartoon And yes, I know you can do a Donald Duck impersonation. Everybody can, and And, nobody can understand you either. And I don't want to hear it. 
point number three. Sean, if you can dig up that groovy track by the Dalai Lama, we got to play some more of that. Every time I hear it, I want to hear more of it. That song, yeah, he's got a new album out. And third, uh, he actually does. Uh, third or fourth, rather, the uh, the uh, saving the little squirrel. That was a, a girl trying to save a squirrel in a waiting pool, and then screeching when it ran up her arm or jumped in her face or chewed out her eyes. Or I don't even remember. It's something like that. But uh, I was on the uh, the golf course uh, yesterday, and uh, I was just uh, rolling up to to one of the tees there, and uh, and and I see just big motion out of the corner of my eye. I turn and a gigantic. California Golden Eagle, which you don't see what? much. Wow. Enormous. Swooping down with its talons. is going to kill a squirrel. But the squirrel escaped and got away. Wow. And the eagle, boom, 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 like a pterodactyl, flew off again. And then it's funny. The squirrel emerged, and he, he gets back up on a rock, and he's looking around. And I'm thinking, squirrel, I'd stay underground for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's danger in here. But it was an astounding thing to see. Those birds are so big. And I imagine if they got their talons around your neck, you're in a bad way. Thank you, Michael. Well done. That was funny. They had that one at arm's reach, did you? (laughs) Yeah. That may be Michael's favorite clip. Had that one ready to go, did you? (laughs) Been waiting for about two years now. (laughs) Finally, your moment came. I'm happy for you, Michael. So, uh, Donald Trump... Uh, made the mistake of abbreviating Secret Service yesterday in a tweet. So he was talking about how... You think uh, it was a mistake, do you? <laughs> oh, boy, you settled down. He was tweeting about how we're taking the streets back from uh, the ne'er-do-wells, right? The people the, 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 the people are smashing stuff up, and I'm for taking the streets back from people who are smashing stuff up. But he said we handled it very easily with the National Guard, the police, and SS. Oh! He meant oh, Secret Service, that's but... That's uh, unfortunate. <laughs> That uh, you're making it too easy, sir. When people are photoshopping Hitler mustaches on you, you don't want to just abbreviate Secret Service to SS, no, taking back the streets. I'd maybe edit something else in the tweet and go ahead and spell out Secret Service. I want to get to that Dave Chappelle stuff because I'm kind of interested in what he had to say. So maybe we'll fit that in this hour. Speaking of doing Donald Duck voice, last night I was doing Simpsons voices and just killing my kids. Just had them crack. Oh, up. nice! That was really fun. Time to get out of the bathtub. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> That was really fun. They love The Simpsons, my kids. Oh, yeah. They just beg to watch another episode. It's timeless. I just have to work to find the stuff that they can, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Luckily, they're they're at an age, they're young enough, they don't get the stuff. If It'd actually be worse if they were 12 yeah. than the age they're at now. Oh, yeah. Some of it just goes right over their heads. Uh-huh. Judy and I would always screen them before we let the kids watch this week's episode, which they hated. But We were watching The Simpsons movie. Which I had, I saw in the theater, but I'd forgotten yeah. everything about. Yeah. Anyway, a Bart, nude Bart, yeah, Bart skateboards naked, yes. and at some point they saw his show his cartoon, uh, Wang. Yes. Uh, oh, my kids died laughing. At that. <laughs> they just thought that was the funniest thing that had ever happened. They couldn't breathe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Nelson's mom comes along and sees naked Bart and says, "Ah." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we have more serious fare. Although that whole incident was troubling, Homer's neglect. Yeah, part. yeah, that I was almost a, went yeah, too far. Yeah, I was a little, uh, yeah, and that, that's yeah, uh, that's yeah. actually when we stopped the show. Uh, let's find something else to do. No oh, boy, I didn't remember. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So where were we? Where are we going? Where, where are we? Uh, at? We got the Dalai Lama song. If you wanted to, to zone out to oh, that yeah, for a give minute, me, give me a little that. That's yeah. perfect for Friday. 
And the song's called what? Compassion. We need more of that, don't we? Come on, man. supposed to be sexual. It's the Dolly friggin' Lama. Oh, oh, he's an older fella. He had to relieve himself there. <laughs> that is what it sounds like, yes. Yeah. Um, it's a I, rattle of sorts. I can see listening to this while I attempt to meditate. Sure. For the umpteenth time. I'm digging it. Um, when we come back, we got a... Tucker Carlson had a pretty good... <laughs> Tucker Carlson had a pretty good description of the new country that has emerged in Seattle. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll hear from the mayor explaining what it uh, what it is. Then we'll hear from some other people explaining how they see it. Well, and, and, and we'll give you a, an example of them trying to run it, their new oh. country of Antifa stand. All really interesting. On the way. Armstrong and Getty. jump on Expedia to book a trip with the family to the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, now known, by the way, as CHAZ, the country's tourism and economic development department is calling it that, you should know that there are no beaches in CHAZ. This is a tiny nation. It's smaller than Liechtenstein. The entire country extends only six city blocks. (laughs) So... Uh, no beaches. It's a tiny country. <laughs> um, so they've, they've, they've said you've now left the United States. There are signs that, that when you go into that uh, couple block area there in uh, Seattle, right, including a police precinct that the police are no longer at. According to the mayor, this is what it's like. We've got four blocks in Seattle that is more like a block party atmosphere. It's not an armed takeover. It's not a military junta. Um, we will we will make sure that we can restore this, but we have block parties and, and the like in this part of Seattle all the time. It's it's known for that. There is no threat right now to the public. We have block parties where the police are driven from their precincts all the time. Sure, um, because I that's what it sounds like happened. According to this person that was actually in in Chaz, you're calling it. I'm calling it Antifa Stan. Wokeyanda is another suggestion. <laughs> anyway. Was this a block party? Well, it was unlike any block party I've ever been to. Uh, as we approach the precinct that has been abandoned, the East Precinct in Seattle has been abandoned since Monday. As we approach that precinct, we actually witnessed firsthand as about a dozen officers attempted to walk through the blockade to come back to work at the precinct and saw about a hundred protesters flock to them, pick up barricades, and physically force them back out of the zone. And so as we're seeing from the mayor, who's saying, oh, this is a peaceful protest, it's a block party, um, the police are not supported by the elected officials. They're not allowed to do their job, so they retreated. And that's what you saw in the video we posted on Twitter, is the police load up in vans and move on. Yeah, so there's two versions of uh, what's going on in Wokeyanda. Either the police just thought, you know, we're going to de-escalate, we're going to, uh, you know, lessen the chance of any problems here by leaving the precinct, 
We're going to board up the windows and the doors. We're going to take out all the weapons and computers and anything of value and board up board it up. But that's just an, uh, we've just chosen to do this voluntarily. The other view of it would be uh, we realize that uh, you know, as you heard there. They attempted to go back. People were picking up barriers and throwing them toward the police. Okay, we're either going to get into a full-on, you know, riot thing here where we bring out the pepper spray and the sticks, which is going to look terrible on TV, and people are going to get arrested and hurt, Mm -hmm. or we leave. And in Seattle's choice, they decided to leave a police precinct. Jenny Dirk, for the block party. Jenny Durkin, the mayor of Seattle, is one of the great unicorn-riding socialist numbskulls in the country. She's just utterly useless, um, claiming that this is just a party, nonviolent. The thing was born of violence, and there's a constant threat of violence should anybody go up against the protesters in any way. Having said that, <clears throat> got this note from uh, Eric, and uh, he mentions... Um, uh, you know, don't uh, don't believe everything you see on the news. My eldest son now lives with his young family one block off of Broadway in Seattle's Capitol Hill. I asked him last night, do you need a ride out? I'm armed and dangerous. His response, I think AM radio has given you a very charitable idea of what these idiots are capable of. <laughs> <laughs> He's portraying it as a block party, too. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, thanks, Eric. A great note. But uh, the point being, they're a bunch of slogan-shouting chuckleheads who can't agree on what day of the week it is. They've all banded together because they hate the cops, but it is soon to fall apart and, oh, yeah, and, yeah. and so, be exposed as ridiculous. And again, I, I will pay virtually every penny I have to install cameras in that place, in, in, in the Capitol uh, Hill area there, the Capitol area, and... um. And televise it. I just so want to see this. I mean, here's a little sample. Here's the, they're they're having one of their informal council meetings, and and anybody can have the mic. And we have no leaders here. And this is how it goes. The thing about it is the What kind of change do you get from bickering back and forth? What kind of change do you get from bickering back and forth? Check this out. At least they're COVID compliant. I'm glad to see that. Speaking of rhetorical flourishes, that's always a good one. We're not going to get anywhere with bickering. That's if, you know, it's going to go with my idea. Right, so therefore do not disagree with it. I like this. Somebody <laughs> so we can just, either go with the idea or offer a counter idea, which would be the bickering part. The uh, uh, I love this. Somebody just tweeted this positive. Sean sent it my way. Uh, the autonomous region, not quite as autonomous as they might have you believe. There's a big sign. Supplies needed. Clothes, including male pants, male shirts, belts, men's shoes. Ice, cigarettes and lighters, lanterns, flashlights and headlamps, portable solar chargers, Gatorade, electrolyte powder, uh, backpacks and reusable bags, tents, sleeping pads, pillows, tarps. What is that? Oh, it's like a phone prepaid card, body lotion, shoes, bedding, comforters, zip ties, folding chairs, laundry bags, personal fans, body wash, disinfectant, sunglasses. Well, that's a good idea, though. There's probably a whole bunch of you lunkheads that are going to send them this stuff in support of... uh... Wokistan. Or you could just go to a store in the free market, which has uh, given you everything you have, including your phone and your iPad and your video games and, and your electric car you're, and the rest of it. Charitably, they're on our 
fifty, you're out of supplies. Yeah. I <laughs> I don't see how sustainable this is. Yeah. Well, and they're bickering like crazy, and they're all wackadoos. There's one sign that has five demands, another has three, another has 20. They're starting to yell at each other over that stuff. Have fun, kids. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. People want to hear from people like me is because you trust me. You don't expect me to be perfect, but I don't lie to you. I'm just a guy, and I don't lie to you. And every institution, every institution that we trust, lies to us. That's a little of Dave Chappelle. I'm already intrigued. Now, so is this like on Netflix someplace, or uh, it, I saw it on YouTube. I, I believe it is also available on Netflix, because he's got to deal with them. But he put out a a new thirty minutes. Uh, it is not traditional stand up. It is much more just kind of like him sharing his thoughts. And there's some jokes kind of mixed in here and there, but it's not a stand up set. Did it seem pre written, or was it? Did it sound like it was uh, the stream of consciousness off the cuff? Uh, he had his notebook with him. Okay. He would reference it, kind of get his place, and then kind of just go on a little bit of a tangent or a rant or something like that. One uh, of the highest paid stand up comics of all time. It was the first time he had been on stage in ninety in about ninety days. Um, it was, he had an audience. This was, uh, according to him, this was the first concert, quote unquote, that had been put on since the, the coronavirus lockdown stuff. Hmm. Outdoor venue, people were seated in pairs. Those pairs were, you know, six to ten feet apart or whatever. Right. Well, um, uh, everybody had masks. And... Let's hear what else he has to say on the, uh, the news of the day. And I'm watching uh, Don Lemon, that hot bit of reality. He says, where are all these celebrities? Why aren't you talking? This is said everybody. I was screaming at the TV. I dare you to say me. I dare you. Has anyone ever listened to me do comedy and talk over the work these people are doing as a celebrity? Ask me. Do you want to see a celebrity right now? Do we give a f- what Ja Rule thinks? Does it matter about celebrity? No. This is the streets talking for themselves. They don't need me right now. I appreciate the shot at Don Lemon very much. And it's interesting because, you know, uh, before the George Floyd stuff happened, there was some discussion in the New York Times if it's the end of celebrity as we knew it. Well, and that was one of the the happiest moments of my life when, when it began to be clear that people didn't give a damn what celebrities were doing during the COVID and they wanted them to shut up. Now they're back out voicing their opinion and it's, ugh. Huh. So it didn't last long? Yeah. Because I liked the New York Times angle of there's something about seeing him in their homes and realizing, oh, yeah, they're just people. Okay, so why do I care what you think? I don't care what my neighbor thinks. Why would I care what you think? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I uh, Well, okay. Uh, Dave Chappelle is a, uh, a brilliant fellow. I agree with him. Sometimes I disagree with him, but... Uh, he is not phony. Oh, no. No. That's, no. that's uh, the appealing part. Oh, yeah. Anybody who's, who's sincere, I'll, I'll give you my ear for a little bit. You know, sincere and not just out of control. <laughs> yeah, boy. God, I was just reading some more stuff on the COVID. I got to tell you, I, uh, I'm, I, I, had, I, had, I had gone from 
uh, concerned. Something about being on that vacation in Arizona was part of it because it was as if it didn't exist there. And uh, that may be a mistake. I, 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 who did I text that to? Tim Sandifer was on the tweet, and he lives in the Phoenix area. So his 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 response was maybe that's why our cases are up forty percent in the last week or something because I had I had mentioned that it's as if coronavirus doesn't exist in Arizona and I live in one of the most clamped down counties in America so it was very striking to me we hadn't been inside anywhere with any human beings in three months and certainly not without a mask I was and I was back home since I'm back home I was in a coffee shop yesterday had a mask on I was the only person in the whole place I got a cup of coffee. I got my mask on, only human being there. I'm standing back here looking at my phone. She says, that's the designated standing zone. I looked over. There was some tape there. So I took two steps to the left. You're the only human in there. I'm the only person in there. Uh, and I stood in the designated standing zone. And I thought, okay, but that's uh, going to get back in this headspace, having been in Arizona, yeah. where, at, for instance, a hotel packed full of people and a, a, a public pool and a hot tub and and we went to a carnival, and everybody's riding the rides, and no hand wiping. I mean, it's just it was like regular life. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but now I've, I've, yeah. I'm back to being a little concerned that maybe the uh, mask idea is a, a good idea for longer than I thought, as I'm seeing this stuff pack, pop back up everywhere. Yeah. Or is there explaining it never went away? So I don't, I don't know. This is almost like uh, the Almighty or some space aliens are conducting an experiment and observing mankind and trying to make it as difficult and complicated as possible. I mean, the fact that uh, the vast majority of people who get the vid um, are fine, but some suffer terribly for an, an inexplicable amount of time. Weeks and weeks and weeks. Well, sometimes you don't suffer very long because you're perfectly healthy and you're dead in five days. Right. There's a picture making the rounds today of a, a 20-year-old girl. She got a, a case of the COVID, and she had to have a double lung transplant. And they have the picture of her damaged lung, and it is horrifying. The hell? This thing had just eaten away her lungs. Um, China saw those same lungs, maybe in... Who knows how long ago? Right. Might November? have been November. But didn't tell anybody? Nope. And the WHO knew that? Jailed anybody lied. who tried. And the WHO, that's right, bought off by their overlords, the Chinese, uh, prize, praised China's transparency. Anyway. But but we do, I want to be um, one of the essence of conservatism, as George Will regularly points out, is uh, dealing with what is and if what is is this is worse than I thought it was a couple of weeks ago, and I'm not going to hold any political position or whatever in defiance of that. Right. Um, I just think that's the smart thing to do, and we got to make sure, you know, we're on top of this. I hope the smart people are doing the right things. Yeah, I know, I know you don't want to hear this. Well, that's what I was going to say. Polls show, I forgot what I was going to say. Mm. Polls show people are tired of this. And that's not the I way don't to need approach no, it. I don't need a poll. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of it, too. But yeah. that's not the way I should approach it, you know, mentally. I, no. I, you know, the whole what is is what I should deal with. And if what is is, it's still around and still very dangerous, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, let's do what we got to do. I mentioned earlier in the show I heard a very responsible-sounding doctor. This guy was not an ideologue or a fear monger or anything. He's, I, I, I like the cut of his jib. And he said, look, what you have to understand is, we are still in the very early part of this. This is early days. It's just getting started. I thought, what? No, no. I think, I think the, oh, I don't think I know. The feeling for most of us, most of the country is, 
Wow, that was something, wasn't it? Whoo! Oh my God, that was a long three months. That was. Good. We'll be talking about that for the rest of our life. I mean, it's a past tense event. Right. right. Yep. And a lot of the experts are saying, no, we're in the beginning of this. I hope they're wrong. I hope it's just, you know, they're epidemiologists and this is what they've lived for their whole lives. Not saying they wished it would happen, but you've been preparing for it your whole life. And yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's easy to be cynical because so much of the response of it was was arbitrary and dumb and inconsistent and the rest of it. And I have a lot of friends who just say this. is It's not real, the COVID thing. It's not real. Uh, I know of a couple of people uh, who've died just in the recent days. I have a friend who's, who's still very sick months in. It's not fake. It's still here. And... A lot of the response has been stupid and arbitrary and unnecessary. Both are true. Mm. But some people just, they're not made for that, I guess. Things have to be one one thing or the other. We all got our different situations, but I sure as hell, they, hell hope they get schools opened up come the fall. Oh, yeah. That would oh, be brutal. Gosh, yeah. Well, they're talking about it, but everything could change. That's the point. It's not a one-way street. That was the other thing the doctor said. Look, we got to be ready to uh, to put the brakes back on and go back into various shutdowny modes where the hot spots pop up, including the complete lockdown thing again in certain places at certain times. If y'all can convince me you're not a bunch of morons who, you know, leave your closed golf courses but leave whatever ice cream stores open. Um, we'll yeah. be more in. We'll be more inclined to follow yeah. your lead. Yeah, absolutely. God, that's the lesson you should learn. Don't do things that are obviously stupid and make no sense, and you'll get more people to follow you. Where's that clip, Sean, from the other day? We got to have that at Michael's fingertips all the time. Perhaps you should try being good at your job. Yeah, that is or whatever we, that guy we said. Should, that should get used every day because that is yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what's still closed in uh, our home state of Cal Unicornia, well, our current home state? Uh, nail salons, the most dangerous place in America, still closed for some reason. They are already masked. Body waxing, which is, I've attempted a couple of Brazilian waxes and I just... I am so hairy right now. Oh, Lord. You had to. Tattoo parlors, still closed. It's too bad I was going to get inked up. Uh, nightclubs, entertainment venues, public events and gatherings, convention centers, in-person higher education, and saunas and steam rooms. Saunas. My sauna! Poor Marshall. Unsounded for months in his uh, in his retirement. And we were at a hotel with a hot tub and a pool. People swimming around doing their thing in Arizona. Yeah, yeah I was in a place that was very, very crowded yesterday. Uh, surprisingly so. But uh, we'll have to see how it goes. What if I was going to get an I hate the Chinese bat fever tattoo? You think they'd let it open? I hate the COVID tattoo. Body waxing. How do you get into that line of work? I mean, do you like you think, you know what I really like doing? Removing hair. <laughs> oh god. I mean, it's my it's my hobby, but I wonder if I could make a living at it. From people's most despicable areas, too. Oh, wait a minute. Some of those areas are not entirely despicable. Yeah, well, they're 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 despicable. I've waited longer in line for them than I did at Disneyland. Right? <laughs> I spent a lot of time hoping to get in there. <laughs> Don't you call that zone despicable? <laughs> Our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC.
Variety Show. There's a number of stories I'm going to be interested to see how they turn out over the weekend. Does the uh, the the country of Chaz continue to exist when we come back to work on Monday? Is it still uh, in existence, flying a flag, trying to get their Olympic team together? <laughs> their number one export is slogans. <laughs> I I so wish there was a live stream of that. I would watch it all day. It would be it would be not not just for mocking purposes. It would honestly be interesting. You know, there's all kinds of arguments from libertarians, Marxists, all kinds of people on creating new societies. Yeah. And and, and watching it try to form and, and the problems therein. Particularly when attempted by halfwits. <laughs> Which is some of these people. Some of them are very bright. I'm sure they're they are. completely deluded by their educations, but they're very bright. A couple of uh, notes uh, of interest. Number one, yes, my friends, yes, we will post the letter from the sheriff about the reality of law enforcement. It's the best thing I have ever seen, I think, on the topic. And on the current moment and police reform and the rest of it, it is absolutely terrific. Uh, and we've, we're in the process of posting it at armstrongandgetty.com. Also, you'll find the, uh, the, the podcast that includes our extended conversation with Marshall, our retired esteemed newsman, armstrongandgetty.com. So uh, we like to feel you and uh, to leave you feeling annoyed and pissed off uh, at the end of <laughs> our week of broadcasting, so I thought I'd... If I'm going to leave the show that way, why not you? I made a brief reference to this earlier, but uh, Baltimore, uh, Baltimore County, Maryland, um, a Baltimore County family is warning other parents after they say police were called to their house over something that happened during a virtual school lesson. Uh, Navy veteran of four years, active duty. Courtney Lancaster has extensive knowledge of guns, how to use them, how to store them. Her 11-year-old son, who's on his way to uh, Eagle Scout Hood, owns BB guns. Uh, he's also uh, rather a good archer, um, and he loves to play. He's a bright kid, blah, blah, blah. Um, his mother says he stores his bows and guns on his wall in, in the bedroom. It's never been a problem until June the 1st when police pulled up outside her house. I had no idea what to think, says Courtney. I've never been in any legal trouble whatsoever. I've never had a negative encounter with law enforcement. I had no idea. Um, what happened was uh, the cops uh, knock on the door, and I'll quote her. So I answered the door. The police officer was, he was very nice, he explained to me that he was coming to address an issue with my son's school, and then explained to me that he was here to search for weapons in my home, and I consented to let him in. Oh, I would not. I would not have done that, especially after he said that. That because I. I do know for a fact you do not get to come in my home to see if I've got weapons. No, no, indeed. that's not part of the deal. Yeah, I would have said with all due respect, guys. Um, no, come back with a warrant or don't come back. Um, but and and you know, getting back to that wonderful letter written by that uh, sheriff, those cops don't want to be there for that. No, no. Anyway, then I unfortunately stood there and watched police officers enter my 11-year-old son's bedroom. Mom was told someone had seen the guns in her son's bedroom during a Google Meet class on his laptop. I thought, this is outrageous. This is despicable. Um, According to emails Courtney later exchanged with school administrators, a screenshot was taken during the online class. Somebody noticed a gun in the back room, background, uh, took a screenshot, uh, notified the principal who called the police. 
This gets even better. The cops were in her home for about 20 minutes, found no violations, no laws were broken, no dangers present. They left without further action, although I'd be pissed. I'd feel violated, and she did. Is it a law? Do you have to have your gun locked up? Mine are because I have kids, but is that the law? I don't even know. It depends where you are, I think. Um, And it's a BB gun we're talking about. Right. Since that day, she's written school administrators, the superintendent, and the school board demanding answers. She says the principal initially compared bringing a weapon to a virtual class to bringing a gun to school. Which just goes to show you how friggin' stupid some principles are. Yeah, it is very similar in that it's nothing like the same thing. Right. And then, this is my favorite part, she was told she can't even see the screenshot of her son's bedroom because it's not part of his student record. What? (laughs) God, come for the stupidity, stay for the bureaucratic intransigence. It's absolutely scary to think about, Mom says... Who are on these calls? Who do we have viewing your children, subsequently taking screenshots that can be sent anywhere for any purpose? It's a sensible caution. Where are the lines drawn? If my son's sitting at the kitchen island next to a butcher block, does that constitute a weapon? It's not allowed at school, right? So would my home be searched because he's sitting next to the butcher block? I feel like parents need to be made aware of what the implications are, what the expectations are. Amen. record again here's your host for the final thoughts joe getty let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap up the show he presses the buttons in the control room keeps us on the air michelangelo final thought yeah you know how you end the seattle block party you cut off the wi-fi signals and the cell phone service the kids will run home in tears <laughs> nice positive sean final thought <laughs> they yeah. cut off the wi-fi and they disperse <laughs> had new chappelle for breakfast going home gonna have some new spike lee for lunch good day for old positive sean Jack, a final thought you'd like to share with the folks? i got to believe a number of parents are in the same situation as me as my kids got out of school yesterday. And now, so, summer starts. We're out of school. And next week's going to be different from the last three months. How? Or any way? Or how do you keep your kid looking forward to life at all? And every day's exactly the same. Yeah. And you can't go anywhere and do anything. Of course, that depends on where you live. Right. Yep, indeed. My final thought, it's uh, Judy and my anniversary on Sunday. I'm a lucky fellow. We've been married for very years. And uh, it's uh, we're going to figure out what to do celebration-wise. Not quite sure what. I'd forgotten your anniversary is the same as Trump's birthday. Yes, it is, intentionally. Yeah, we got married. She wanted to get married on June the 21st. And I said, no way we're missing Donald Trump's birthday. <laughs> she said, who? As this was in the 80s. <laughs> They they said part of the deal. The, 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 uh, the, 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 the hotelier from New York. <laughs> Nobody knew who Trump was at that point. Oh, boy. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Uh, so many people, thanks for a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All of our podcasts are there, including the ones we mentioned. We're working on getting that note from the sheriff up. It's so good. Send it to everybody you know. Uh, email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com if there's something we ought to be talking about. Trump's 74 on Sunday. I should be so energetic. No kidding. See you Monday. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Max Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven. 
Armstrong and Getty. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.